for a little bit uh so just as a recap for everybody who was not privy to the last episode so on the last uh you know last time we visited with our <laughs> resident character uh i.e me um i had just gone through a big loss and things have kind of been all over ever since um but you know some some uh, moving forward positive progress things here. I'm quitting my job next month. Uh, correction, my day job, because yeah, I need to. Um, it's been long enough. I should have quit long ago, but circumstances and uh, yeah, it's been a long time coming. It has been a long time coming, and I dug myself into some holes that might be a little bit hard to get out of, but I will get out of them. I will figure it out because I can't do this anymore. Um, and, and for any new professionals listening or professionals who have been in the field for a little bit, um, any field, not just mine, uh, at the point where you start giving yourself medical conditions because of the stress you endure at work, it's time to go. It's time to go. If you needed to sign, this is it. If you've been stressing yourself over nothing because of the job. And when I say nothing, I mean stressing about things that you have no control over, you will never have no control over, and anything else. It's time to go. It's time to go. Because um, I just, I, yeah, no, it's just, it's just not worth it. At the point where I'm making myself sick, it's time to go. It's time to go. So that's that. Um... I'm moving again. I don't know why I say again. Like it's like like I've been here for two years. I feel like that's long enough. But yeah, I'm moving again. <laughs> um. But you know, this hopefully will be a better situation because I will not have to pay any rent. I will not have to pay any utilities. Um, kind of a you know when a door closes, a window opens kind of opportunity. So I'm hoping that this will really kind of put me in a position to set myself up for some really good things financially. Um, and I think these past couple of months, I really have, I really have shown myself that I can budget and kind of like do the things that are really necessary as far as like sacrificing to really get where I need to be. So I know that I have the capability to do it and I know that I have the know how to do it it's just a matter of making sure that that all stays you know copacetic um there may be some snags because i won't have two un- incomes anymore i'll only have the one but i am currently still job searching for another day job if that is something i can utilize um if not i may just you know ride it out a little bit and regroup and restructure, reorganize, that kind of thing, do some more 
research and homework about a couple of other things and I don't know you know it, 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 things are kind of unwritten right now um, which normally for me is kind of a weird thing because I really like stuff to be planned but at this point can't do can't do business as usual anymore so we are taking some leaps and who knows how they will turn out but I've come this far you know so I don't think that you know making a a, a hard right or left is going to change that drastically uh, it will definitely be a big change but yeah well we will see one step at a time right um so yeah so that's pretty much what's been going on job searching wise i filled out 16 applications the other day i am switching careers so that's been interesting um trying to find transferable skills is a really interesting thing if you've never had to do it it's it's a little daunting sometimes because you don't exactly know what does transfer over and most stuff does like a lot of the soft skills will transfer over right but some of the hard skills that you might need to transfer careers is really like you really feel like you're at a, at a loss because you don't have a lot of that background with certain things and while you know anybody can learn new stuff right the time and money and energy that it will take a company to train you on something brand new to you right most companies don't want to do that so we'll see you know we'll see we'll see how things turn out there uh for that particular area of my life um in in other questionable news uh questionable meaning i have a question for you guys as my audience should i do live episodes again i feel like those were important at one time i feel like those were something people wanted to see more of but like i really hate being on camera guys <laughs> um it is not my favorite thing to do but if you guys want to see them i will definitely make an effort to do at least like one a month maybe um or one per season like whenever i you know have time to record and post things um and if i do that i know i was doing them on instagram live before but like should i do them on twitch is twitch more accessible for people do people go on twitch more often than instagram live i'm not sure but and i had a poll up a while ago a few episodes ago where it was like you know when do you want to see live episodes if you want to see them again but the way that spotify was working was that you could only vote if you were listening to the episode on spotify um and this was before they had like switched all their anchor stuff over so like I'm not really sure how many people actually saw that poll or whatnot, or if there's like another place I should put them. Um, because I think the people that I think the people that follow the podcast on Instagram is slightly different than the people that just listen, like at random. Um, because I had like given the link out to like friends and and you know other people just like directly, so. I don't know how many people interact with the Instagram that also listen on their free time kind of thing. So I'm not really sure where the best place to put polls and things of that nature to really get kind of some audience feedback about that. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. The, that's, that's something I guess I'm tossing around again is whether or not I should do that. Um, you know, so if you have an idea, let me know. If if you want to see more live episodes, let me know. If you want to be in a live episode, let me know. Um, I will definitely do my best to make that happen. I love 
hearing from the audience. I love hearing people's opinions and just talking about random topics and seeing how other people experience things in their life and how it differs from mine. So, like, if you want to come on the podcast, like, just let me know. I will set something up for you. Um, I kind of already have this ongoing, like, backlog thing with the chillers with Chillis from the Chillin' with Chillis podcast because we have been trying to do a collab episode for practically since the beginning since I started my podcast and we have yet to get there but we will it'll be fine um so yeah that's that now I do want to give a special shout out to my graphic designer uh if you're on Instagram and you know their work um they're at blood and banter on Instagram and uh she is also a author um and she has a book a new book out from her Dark Kisses collection it's called Jamie Dry uh we may get an exclusive interview at some point with her uh but don't quote me on that I'm still trying to figure out scheduling but your girl can write okay Jazz is like on point with her stories every single time. So if you are somebody who likes spicy literature um, with a little bit of, you know, fantasy kind of stuff thrown in, Jazz has got your back. Um, And this is something that she's been doing for a while now. Um, I know I've mentioned it on the podcast before. She has another series called The Bathe in Flames series if you don't know what that is go look her up like i said on instagram she's at blood and banter um if you look her up anywhere else i believe she's also on tiktok i don't know if she's at blood and banter on tiktok but she's also on there um her author name is jasmine duchene so go look her up okay she's 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 got some fire books um you will not be sorry it will be worth every penny that you spend and she i'm telling you if you like the spicy literature she got you. That's all, that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, but yeah, definitely go support her. Um, if you are supporting black businesses, black authors, um, black content creators, anything of that nature, definitely go look her up, go support her, and show your love because she deserves it. She works really hard um, to kind of get this content and these stories out to us. And like, we need to show our appreciation because, you know, any black creator is like, giving their time and energy to this and like we should as a community be giving back into them so hopefully if you guys are interested in that you will go look up her work and support her in whatever way that you can be it a like be it a share buying a book or anything else uh definitely make sure that you at least go look at her her content even if it's not your thing share it with somebody who you think will like it and they can support you know and just keep the word of mouth going that you know she can get more traffic, can get more views, whatever it might be, just help her, you know, get a little bit further than she already is. And now it is time for my favorite part of the episode. Uh, today in POC history, a Republican representative who is white stated that he did not believe that white people created the concept of race, and then when questioned about the reality of such concept, he stated he didn't want reality. Lord Jesus, they're telling on themselves now. Now, I don't know if you've seen this clip. But I believe the representative is from Oklahoma. Don't remember his name right now. But the video, is it was circulating around Instagram. At least that's where I saw it. And he was griping about a book that was 
created for I think toddlers or um, I don't know if it was meant to be like taught in a daycare elementary school I'm not sure um, but he had the book with him and he was reading from the book and he was comparing and contrasting whether or not race or the concept of race should be taught uh, versus the lyrics to Jesus loves the little children right <laughs> and the funny part was after going through all of this right the, the panel of people were of mixed race I believe and there were some POC on the panel and he was asking the panel you know what should be taught what should should race be taught to you know children under five basically who have quote-unquote no concept of race or should we be teaching children that you know Jesus loves us all basically and in the course of him trying to ask this question of the panel he wasn't letting the panel answer which was hilarious um and then when you know it was kind of clear that he wasn't going to let the panel actually respond the uh I don't know if it's the speaker but whoever kind of like mitigates the conversation was just like can you let the panel respond please and so you know he quiets down and the the one of the panel members who looks POC um speaks up and says well if you want to talk about the reality of the situation he interrupts and says I don't want the reality right and then you can hear people in the background going there it is and it's on tape and I just died I just died because it's like you made this whole argument about one thing and then when somebody was actually going to answer your question with facts you clearly stated you didn't want them and so now your argument is completely invalidated and you discredited yourself and it's like no one even needed to do anything and I guarantee you that video will be taken out of context by other people and they will just continuously say that you know the panel wasn't answering or the panel didn't give him enough time to explain what he meant or whatever the case might have been but to be honest, no one can refute that video because the panel never even spoke. The panel said four words and then he immediately refuted what the panel was trying to say. And so it's like, it's not even a case of the panel tried to like shut him up or anything. The panel like didn't even have a chance to respond to him properly and he shut his own self up. And so I, I, uh, I wonder, um, you know, how that will be looked at throughout time now because he kind of he he shot him he shot himself in the foot he really did um and I wonder when he looks at that later or when he when he did look at that later I wonder if he even heard himself because when he said when he started to say I don't want reality he kept talking it wasn't even like he said it and then realized what he had said and it was like oh shit I shot myself in the foot he literally just kept talking as if there was nothing wrong with him saying I don't want the reality of the situation <laughs> and I was just like wow do people do people hear themselves sometimes and, and clearly in this case it seems like he did not um but yeah so today in POC history there are representatives who are supposed to be representing the people, right? Regardless of what side, Democrat or Republican, they're supposed to be representative of the people. And his personal view that children should not be taught race, i.e. actual factual historical context, right? His personal view that children should not be taught this contrasted with children should be taught that Jesus loves everybody, right? 
and then to refute his own self and say, I don't want facts. So which is it? Do you not want facts taught to your children or any child for that matter? Or do you want children to be taught that everybody is loved, which granted is true, everyone is loved, right? But who loves them and how much love these people get by the people that do love them is relative, right? Um, I believe I had said something, um, I had posted something before on my personal page um, that came from someone else and it was basically like everybody does deserve love right but you don't necessarily have to be the one to give it to them and so it's the same concept here it's like okay everyone does deserve to be loved and accepted right but the reality of the situation is everyone may not be loved and accepted by the same group of people and so how do you explain that if you're going to explain to a child that they are loved by Jesus or their family or whoever right that isn't necessarily telling them that every single person is going to treat them accordingly, right? Because everybody isn't your family. Everybody isn't, you know, your higher power. Everybody isn't someone who has to or someone who has a sort of obligation to provide you with a certain level of reassurance and acceptance in the world. And so if you are just teaching your kids blindly that they are meant to be loved and, you know, respected and this and that that may be true they are meant to be treated that way right because everybody deserves love and respect but if they go to a place where that's not given how do you then explain that to them how do you explain when they come back to you and say well mom and dad you said you know or grandma grandpa aunt uncle whoever it might be you said that I am deserving of love and respect but when I went into this space I was not given such you know how do you explain that to them and how do you reconcile the fact that they might start to really question their identity like within the context of how much love they receive or how much respect they receive from certain people how do you how do you reconcile that how do you explain that to them in a way that allows them to still keep their identity and to go out into the world and be who they are without thinking that something is wrong with them because somebody else didn't give them the love and attention and respect that you told them they should get from everybody right um and i think it's just it's this it's this idea of being able to I think it's a really good concept to think about because when we explain things to children, they really have to be on a fundamental ABC type of level, right? They cannot be complex. They cannot be, you know, convoluted. They cannot have flowery language. They cannot have big words. When you explain something to a child under the age of five, you have to explain it in a way where it makes sense and to a child of five or under they don't have a lot of context they don't have a lot of frame of reference for a lot of things in the world there are only so many things that they really truly understand at that age and so if you're explaining something like racism or you know discrimination or anything of that nature that's this big concept right it's not just one thing it's it's a bunch of things and built into this one systemic piece of like machinery if you're explaining something that complex to a child you have to do it in a way where it makes sense and if you don't know how to do that you kind of can't argue that someone else doing it is wrong because you have if you're going to say teaching a child about about race is incorrect you have to be able to present a reason why it's incorrect and so usually what you're saying is the person telling this kid about race is wrong okay tell me a better way to explain it 
If you can't tell me a better way to explain it and you're just saying it shouldn't be explained, now that creates another problem because now what you're doing is you're keeping your kids ignorant. Because I guarantee you at some point in their lives, however long they live, they are going to run into a conversation, an incident, a situation, or a circumstance where race is a part of the problem. And if they don't know what it is, they are either going to be singled out as part of the problem or they're going to be ostracized as someone who didn't speak up which again, effectively makes them still part of the problem. But um, what I'm saying is if they grow up to have friends who are of different backgrounds than they are, but they have no knowledge of the realities of those friends, then how can they effectively be a good friend to those people? Because as friends, right, we should, you know, as much as we can in our ability, we should be able to stand up for our friends. We should be able to protect our friends on a surface level, right? But if I have no knowledge of the reality that one of my other friends who might be a refugee or an immigrant has gone through, I have no way to protect them. Whether it's verbally or otherwise, I have no way to protect them because I don't know enough information. And so which is it? Do we want our kids to be educated? Do we want our kids to know things? Or do we want our kids to be ignorant to be stuck in this place of why didn't know okay well you didn't know but you could have asked number one you didn't know but you could have looked it up number two right and you know you didn't know but why didn't you ever question why you never knew i think that's the biggest one for everybody across the board the things we don't know do we question why we don't know them because i, I guarantee you if we did we'd have a lot more questions about how things in life work than we do otherwise. Because even for me, I know that there were certain things that just I didn't know because I didn't have that experience. But I always, had the, I always had the sense to ask, hey, what's that about? Why do you know that and I don't? You know, how, how, what was that experience like? I've never, I've never experienced that. Can you share with me, you know, what happened? And I've always been the person to ask questions. People probably hate me for it. Am I okay with that? Yes, because I'm going to keep asking until I understand. My goal in life is for understanding. It is not for, you know, ignorance. It is not for, you know, not having knowledge. It is not for anything else. I want to understand if there's something going on and I don't have a frame of reference for it, I want to understand why. I want to create a frame of reference for it so that in the future, if I encounter that thing, I will have a way to either protect myself, protect somebody else, or to guide somebody to someone who can, if I cannot do it, right? But I need to know enough information to know to either say, I can help, I, I can only help to a certain point, or I can direct you to someone who can. And if, 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 we're, if we are starting to declare war on information, basically, at this point, right? Because they're banning books, they're, they're doing this, they're taking certain things out of the curriculums in school, across the board, not just, uh, not just, you know, 12th grade and down, they're taking shit out of colleges now, apparently, or talking about it, and so it's like, okay, so if, if the war on information continues, and we start being restricted, or having restricted access to certain information, which is already happening, right, because if you, if you go to any news outlet these days, you have to pay, 
you can only you can you can read three free articles or whatever it is, and then anything else beyond that, you have to pay a subscription to be able to get the news anymore. And it's like, why? The news is free. I I should be able to go anywhere to any news outlet and be able to read what is happening in my country, another country, or anywhere else for free because that is the news. It is public information. Like, if I lived in that place, I would know what was happening, right? But I don't, so I have to go to another source to get it. And why do I now have to pay to know information that should just be freely given? So if this war on information continues, you know, where will that leave us? Where will that leave us? And this is part of the reason why that I said in the beginning when, like, ebooks and all that first came out, I said that I would, I didn't like that concept. Because on that basis, if, if, if all of my information is connected to technology, and then my technology fails, I now have none of my information. I have no access to it. And so now my ability to learn, my ability to expand goes away. Which is why I'm such a proponent of having physical copies of things. Physical books, especially. Because nobody can ever take those from me. G- granted, like, you know, unless somebody's, like, raiding my whatever. Nobody can take my books from me. So it's just like, you know, where does it stop? Where does it stop? If, 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 if information is now the enemy, right, how are we going to protect ourselves in that way? How are we going to protect ourselves from people who don't understand that information is just that it's just information it's not inherently you know good or evil it's not inherently privileged or not it's just there it just exists it's what people do with said information that makes it powerful but that's just my take that is my take on it as we close out the episode here, this week's POC pioneers are Justin Jones and Justin Pearson. They are two Tennessee House of Representatives members who were discriminated against uh, not too long ago. If you don't know their story, please look them up. They are very important people. They are some of the youngest representatives uh, that are doing the hard work on the ground in the rooms where things happen, right? So definitely go support them as well if you are in tennessee you have two good people in your corner please be aware of them if you are not in tennessee please support them anyway support their work definitely figure out how you can get involved in your local communities if that's something you're into and you know uh uh i will briefly talk about the of incident going on in New York City right now if you don't know there is a air quality warning for New York City so there are there have been some wildfires in Quebec Canada and apparently the smoke and haze from that has been wafting down into the United States and apparently it has it has gone as far as New York City and there have been air quality warnings um, it seems all along the East Coast, potentially, or, you know, the upper East Coast, so to speak. I don't know if it's gone as far as New England, if they've been having the same kind of issues, but 
I know I saw reports from New York and New Jersey that air quality was bad, and here in Pennsylvania, air quality has been um, in the yellow level. Uh, so, you know, it's definitely something to be on the uh, alert about if you have asthma, allergies, anything like that where breathing might be an issue, you please take care, please wear a mask if you're going to go outside and you're in an area where the air quality is hazardous. Uh, definitely look out for your loved ones. If you have, if you know any other people who are in danger zones, like, please check on them. Uh, make sure they are prepared um, and have safety equipment if they need it. And just look out for each other, right? Because we are all one big community and, you know, we, we got to start taking care of each other because all of this going back and forth, fighting with each other about shit that just doesn't matter, like, we, we, we gotta, we gotta make changes, we just, we have to make changes, so, uh, I leave you with this sentiment that we are all the same people, and we, we just look different, that's all, um, and we just have different experiences, and we come from different backgrounds, but we are all the same people, and we should take care of each other. That's what I'm leaving you with. So I will catch you guys on the flip side, as usual. You may get some vlog footage this weekend, maybe not. Not sure. I'm going to be going on a little outing uh, with one of my tiny humans. So you may get some vlog footage. I don't know. Maybe not. Haven't figured it out yet. Um, but if you see an extra episode pop up, you'll know. You'll know. So... Yeah, again, if you want to do an episode with me to talk about whatever you want to talk about, just hit me up, let me know, I'll make it happen for you. I'm always welcome to host anyone else. Um, if you want to, if you, if you want to, you know, lead an episode and I'm kind of your co-host, definitely tell me. I definitely want to make that happen for you. If you want a platform to push anything, I got you. Um, so just let me know. I don't have a great audience, like great audience in terms of like it's not super large but the audience that I have they're great they're awesome people so like you know shout out to you all for still listening and writing with me this whole time and just let me know if you if you if you want a platform to say some stuff within reason let me know you guys have a great weekend